Ho, ho, Merry Christmas. This is Yodat's Rank, the interactive podcast where we rank and rate from lame to great all the things that really matter in this world. Cody's back, y'all. And we're going to rank the top 10 Christmas movies. Yo, 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 yo
aren't even Patreon members. <laughs> yeah. Let's not. But Kylie. No body, no crime. But let's right. not call them out here. <laughs> but Kylie spent, yeah, her whole, she might not have slept. I love it. I love um, it. The dedication is there. And for that, she deserves the title of Rank and Sign of the Week. Awesome. Thanks, Kylie. We love you. So this week we are talking top Christmas movies, which you guys wrote in. And I was on my brother's podcast. He has a travel podcast called Extra Pack of Peanuts. And they wanted to do a YDR type episode where they had their listeners rank in uh, or like vote. And so they had a bunch of people vote. And he brought me on and my mom and my sister-in-law and my sister-in-law's sister. We were all on an episode of his podcast discussing top Christmas movies, but it was his people's list. Right. And Kaylin, I loved being on the episode because I'm there with Broccoli Head. I mean, it's amazing. That was huge. But the list left a lot to be desired. Do you feel more at home in our list with well, our people? Well, it made me really nervous for ours because I was like, wait, maybe I just like the wrong Christmas movies and the same thing's going to happen. But wouldn't you know, without cooking books, we always have to claim that our list is so much better. Is it? Theirs. Oh, yes. my gosh. Of course it is. There are some oh on here gosh. that I'm like, well, no, there's actually only like one we'll talk yeah about there's that. only one that i'm like not feeling amazing <laughs> right. about and i knew it would probably be on here so i feel so much better about this list okay and I think good maybe it's just a demographic thing like they're seven years older than me my brother right. and sister-in-law who run the pod and so i think their listeners are a little bit older too and so we've got some that i think maybe are a little more millennial-esque yes um, i thought there was gonna be more fighting in the comments on this week i was kind of let down because there wasn't people were like in the christmas spirit not really like yelling at each other but i bet that our opinions about some of these will get some yells <laughs> so oh yeah people will that'll be yelling get my at drama us. quota met for this, this episode is, this is really another episode where like you and i are just completely on the same page yeah so i think if there are people who are are against us they're gonna look have out. some screaming to do mm-hmm. <laughs> look out i'll no be body, mentioning no some people by name <laughs> so we're gonna uh, jump into our list we're gonna do uh, a big aldi roundup this week our 20 through 11 because these are all classics and so they should really be mentioned by name too and so what we decided to do to get through them quickly is i'm gonna say the name of the movie mm-hmm. and then we're gonna rate it on a scale of one to 12 mm-hmm. because it's the 12 days of christmas so keep in mind listeners six is now halfway so if something's very like middle of the road yeah it's gonna be six geese Elaine. I'm going to rate these even if I've never seen them. I'm just going to go off of like general vibe, what I know, and I'm going to unapologetically give them a number. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So at number 20, we have the Polar Express. Partridge in a pear tree. (laughs) I'm giving it two turtle doves Mm, simply because the the story of of the Polar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. But that song Believe by Josh Groban is in it. Real good. Yeah. And that's a good song. No, I give it two and not one because um, I like the story, The Polar Express. I really don't yeah. like this adaptation. Because it's the thing that 30 Rock uses to say when animation got too scary in Polar it's, Express. And it's, it's right. It's Uncanny and it's Valley. It's just not good. Tom Hanks couldn't save it. That song can't save it. Like, it it's looks fine. real weird. And it's about like two plus hours it's really it's long so, so you're watching a scary movie yeah <laughs> that's a horror film Christmas. i'm so scared tom hanks has never looked more scary <laughs> coming in at number 19 we have jingle all the way and this has two first place finishes from your dad and duh. your brother duh that's why i give it 12 drummers drumming i Ooh. really love jingle all the way it doesn't get mentioned for me anywhere else in the episode so i'll take a moment to say that other people that love this one or rate it at all are kindred spirits with me because this is my dad's fave. This reminds me of my dad. And we just, we watch this one every year in the Labra household. I probably saw it when I was a kid, but I don't remember any of it, but it's got the governor in a Christmas yeah. movie. Come on. So I and give Anakin it at Skywalker. least. We just mentioned this last night. Baby at Anakin. least eight, eight maids of milking. For That's me. good. For a movie I've never seen. Okay. All right, coming in number 18, The Year Without Santa Claus. This is a claymation film, Heat Miser. Oh, oh okay. Cold Miser? No. Is that the I'm other one? Mr. Snow Miser? I'm, I'm Mr. Cold? Cold? <laughs> Snow? Frost? Um, it's been a Blue? little while since we've watched this one. But I do like those claymation ones. Me too. I really like them. There's something homey about them. I'm going to give this one... 
Six Key Selang, right in the middle. I like it if it's on. I'm not going to seek it out, but it's cute and it's like warm feeling if I stumble upon it. I'll give it seven swans of swimming. Okay. Just one up me. Just one up from (laughs) you. Yeah. Well, I think one up from the middle. Yeah. At number 17. This was way higher on Travis's list. Love Actually. So we actually talked about this one recently, which made me think about it. There are things I do not like in Love Actually, and that's Alan Rickman cheating on Emma Thompson. That's... Don't do it. A nude scene that doesn't need to be a nude scene. Don't do it. (laughs) Don't do it. Don't do it. But there are some things I like about Love Actually, it's got a, it's got a, it's got a cracker cast, and when it's I a say Valentine's cracker, Day. that means What's really good. One? Yeah, it's like a good, it's like a, it's, New it's Year's got Eve. a lot of people in it, so there's a lot of things. Laura Linney's in it. I'm gonna give it, hmm, eight maids of milking. I'm giving it four calling birds. Okay, I don't think I really need to watch it. I don't think I've watched it all the way through, and for those reasons, and for those four. reasons, it's four. Okay. Next up at 16, this just is a Christmas movie nowadays because everyone argues about whether it is or not. So I think it just is Die Hard. Somebody was just like, is Alan Rickman the biggest Christmas actor because of Love Actually, Die Hard, and something else? I have to think of what the other thing is. But he's oh, in, maybe it's Harry Potter, like, because people are counting that or something. <laughs> right. But anyways, um, I watched Die Hard for the first time last Christmas. That was our movie that we watched last year as a family for the first time because I'd never seen it. Um... Things I like, Alan Rickman. Things I, I'm okay, I guess, Bruce Willis. Things I hate, what's her name from Parenthood, Camille, as the woman <gasps> in Bonnie Vidalia. Yes, that's what she's famous for. And for that reason, this gets five cash five. Less than half. <laughs> five cash five. It should be higher because, like, I, guess what? I'm into, like, something a little bit different for a Christmas movie, but she tanks it for me because I can't stand her. I'm going to tell you this. I've never seen Die Hard, and I don't really like action movies, so three French hens for oh, me. Oh, okay. Yeah, just never seen it. At number 15, a newer Netflix film, Klaus, with a K. You didn't watch this, right? No, in fact, here's what I'll say. I don't know if I should give it a number or not. I will say that I've watched everything there is, and I decided to watch 20 hours of Community today instead of Click on Clouds yeah. because I'm not really big into animation. That's really just me. A lot of people liked this one, and and you said it's a good movie. It's just probably not for me. It's a good movie. It's beautifully animated, wonderful original story. So, yeah, it's a good movie. Whether it's going to stand the test of time, I don't know. I guess we'll find we'll out. We'll have to see. Um, I'm going to give it Eight Maids of Milking because I really thought it was beautiful, but I'm pretty sure I fell asleep in the middle of it. So I oh, lost some no. of the plot. Okay. I woke up and there was like a small child with a weird accent. I was like, where'd that come from? Huh. You weren't aware. Okay. At number 14, a movie we are so glad did not make the top 10. It's A Christmas Story. I give this like the verse before a partridge in a pantry. I give this <laughs> zero. Zero demons scheming. <laughs> what? Zero demons scheming. I was like, what's a deeming? <laughs> my talking my talking's a bit off today. I hate a Christmas story so much and I hate that people now have the blow up pink bunny thing that they put in their yard that's the kid in that costume. Ew. I hate the lamp. I hate everything about it. I have watched this in pieces for so many years, like yeah. just caught it because it's on yep. for a million hours. And I still, I cannot, I cannot, I, I hate the feeling that I feel thinking about it. I don't want to like put down the people who like it, but guys, I think something's wrong with you. <laughs> I something's think, off. I think something happened maybe in your childhood. And so this movie that is like really Ugh. weird and I don't like blech. the narration. I don't like Ooh. any of it. I don't get it. I didn't like it when Maya Rudolph was in the live action. And if that's the case, then then, you know, I just it can't be saved for me. Yeah, the musical started to redeem it because the music from the musical is written by Pasek and Paul from Dear Evan Hansen and mm-hmm. Greatest Showman. Mm-hmm. So I did see the musical live somewhere, and I was we like, watched it. On, okay. It was on TV. Like it was on. It was one oh, of the NBC but I saw things. It in, I saw. It oh, real. you saw it really? Oh, yeah. okay. And it was fine, but I was like, still heebie-jeebies for this one. Yuck! At number thirteen, a movie I really love, but forgot I loved it. <laughs> White Christmas. Um, I I don't think I've ever seen this one, but I know there's a couple like old timey ones that is my goal this year is to watch yes. those ones. So I'm gonna give it 
10 lords a-leaping because it's <gasps> that's a, so high yeah well, it's so like high. a it's a you know a classic people like it sisters sisters okay i love the old-timey christmas movies i didn't grow up on them like the sherry house we weren't big on them yeah. but in in my adult years i've gotten into it's a wonderful life and this one and holiday in they're just so classic entertainment mm. tap dancing and singing and just oh they're beautiful so that's White Christmas at 13. I'm giving it 11 Pipers. Yep, Pipers. I, mm-hmm. I wrote it down because okay. I didn't know any of these right before we started. <laughs> Coming in at number 12, we've got Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the uh, the claymation one. Right. Again, I, what did I give the first one? I, whatever I gave the first one, seven, I don't know. Is Rudolph the best claymation? I don't think that it no, is. No, I like except, that other one more. Hype except Island of, Island of Misfit Toys is good. That's in Rudolph? Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely creepy, a little creepy, weepy. But it is, I think, a fun part of that. And Rudolph, for a lot of, like, as I was inputting the data, was in the top 10. And then he just slowly got bumped out at the end. Mm -hmm. And then coming in at number 11, literally just missing our top 10, is the movie The Holiday. I like The Holiday a lot for certain performances, and I hate it for certain performances. (laughs) Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz, respectively. Correct. Yeah. Love right. Cameron, hate Kate. Just kidding. No. Oh, oh kidding. come on. Oh my god. Scared me. Nice to meet you. Um, so I give this one eight maids. I like this one. I will watch this one over some others. I watched this last Christmas. I like this one. I'll agree with you on Eight Maids of Milking. I think it's a oh, good movie good. just in general. I think like for there's a there's a category of movies that feel like Christmas movies, but kind of are they really because they're just like real people's stories? Yeah. And so like The Holiday and Love Actually yeah, yeah, and yeah. Family Stone, like those kind of fit in that category for me. And I think this is one of the better ones of that category. Yeah, I like that Not one. the best though, not the best. No, no. Yes. No, no. We like another one that I think is probably going to be your rub goddess. So Correct. So thanks for like ruining that for the episode. I you guys didn't say it who it is. I didn't say it. <laughs> Guys, ever since COVID, Caitlin's changed. She's so mean to me. <laughs> okay, we are into our top 10, y'all. I cannot believe what is at number 10. I truly can't. I just didn't expect this. I expected Neither. a Christmas I'm not mad. Story. I'm not no, mad, but I can't I believe it. I just couldn't fact, have predicted this. I think you messed up on the tally. <laughs> oh, I, I really did it. This is puzzling. At number 10, we've got Home Alone 2. Two guys lost in new york wow pick your jaws up off the floor we're not talking regular home alone we're talking although if home alone was number 10 that'd be crazy but home alone 2 is our number 10 i just didn't think this i did not think there would be enough love for it but there was a couple people who put home alone 2 above home alone and just liked it more and honestly this one does feel a little christmasier because they're in new york city like everything is centered around christmas yeah in in this one and so perhaps people just like associate it with it more or they just like it more because it's still macaulay culkin working at a hundred percent of his power and john hughes made this one also he did this one he did the first one he did another something on this list and so yeah it's the same exact formula like if you like the first one you like the second one it's just in new york so it's a little bit prettier maybe and isn't this the one that donald trump has the cameo in Mm -hmm. yes it is i didn't yeah mention it but <laughs> we, it is <laughs> i'm just saying it's fast it's a fascinating cameo to watch now it's i really like this crazy. one because it revolves around like a talk boy toy remember yes. that talk boy i wanted yes. that so bad also yes. so this is crazy but by the time home alone 2 came around macaulay was like peak of his powers because he had already done home alone 1 my girl and uncle buck which were like yes. which is insane so for home alone 1 he made like $100,000 to make that movie. By Home Alone 2, he made $4.5 million oh. to make Home Alone 2. Well, Isn't that, that makes, insane? I mean, that makes complete sense because we'll get into it when Home Alone is on the list yeah. where, we, where we encounter it. But that money, that movie made so it's much insane. money. And it cost nothing. They didn't know if it would. So it makes sense that like a seven-year-old is only going to get $100,000. That's yeah. still oh, a right. crazy amount of money for him. Right. At the time. And so it makes sense that this one he but made But by Home Alone bank. 2, man, he was like, his agent wasn't messing around. I think he's one of those people, though. Didn't his parents take all of his money? 
I think so. Things really messed Macaulay up. I was going to say, is it worth it? We also had Kieran Culkin in this one, who I love from Succession. So I like to see a Kieran. But yeah, was Home Alone worth it if it ruined his whole... I just am picturing what he looks like now. His whole life. Well, he's getting back into some things. I think he's going to be in something (laughs) upcoming. There is. I don't. I don't have it off the top of my head. So maybe I'll look it up while you're talking. But he is. He is coming, He's back, coming back around, which okay. is so intriguing. And he was in Saved with Mandy Moore. Let's not forget. And he dated Mila for a long time. <laughs> Mila Kunis and him That's were true. an item. You know who else is in Home Alone two that we love? Tim, Tim Curry. Curry. Yes. Yes. Tim Curry. I love to see a Tim Curry part in a movie. Me too. He, my favorite film of, of his is Clue. I yeah. love in, him in Clue. Right. But really, if when he pops up, I'm just like, yes. I'm trusting him. I get it. I was happy to see that as well. I don't like that he's aside Rob Schneider for his part, but I do <laughs> like that we have Tim Curry. That kind of cancels out the Rob Schneider of it all. So fantastic to see something wild come in at number 10 that love we it. just did not expect. <laughs> Kaylin actually texted me today when I sent her the final list she said what is home alone 2? i couldn't remember and then as soon as you said new york i was like okay yeah but like at first i was like is that the one with not macaulay there's one where it's like not him it's another kid but yeah home no. alone three okay and then four is a girl I, they just yeah. kept going i've only seen one and two for sure yeah all right coming in at number nine we've got an old school cartoon that we love to see on tv Brrr. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the original cartoon. The original cartoon. Yeah, number nine. And this got three first place finishes. I I love the Grinch. Me um, too. I think it's such a fun story. It's so unique. And the original cartoon is just like a classic. There, I loved Dr. Seuss growing up. I okay. may have said this. I can't remember if I've said this on the pod before or not. But my show and tell day in first grade was on Mondays. And my library day was also on Mondays right before show and tell. Oh, boy. So what I would do every, literally every week, Kaylin, I would get a book, a Dr. Seuss book from the library. Uh And then we'd walk back to our class and be like, okay, Cody, show and tell time. And I would read (laughs) Dr. Seuss. Oh, the books are small enough. Yes. Yeah. I went one. I was probably showing off because like first grade to be able to read. That's pretty good. Right? You were like, yeah, guys, I'm reading this whole thing. <laughs> I can read this rhyming book with weird words in it. How about that? And so I really, really loved Dr. Seuss. So any like Dr. Seuss interpretations minus Mike Myers, Cat in the Hat. Oh, uh, no, there's a couple terrifying. other, but we'll talk about them later. But yes, the original Grinch. Is it like a half hour long? How long is this? Oh, thing? yeah. It's so it's short. a half hour, right? Yep. Here's mm-hmm. the first thing that come to mind. One, roast beast looks good. I want to eat looks that. It looks it. Someone, so good. Someone Teresa, literally mentioned sweet that. Yeah. Tea. It's it looks and she was right. I thought about it. and I was right Two, Cindy Lou Who's so cute. The cutest of the Cindy Lou Who's with no feet. She doesn't have yes. any feet. She just like <laughs> flips around her big eyes. I love that. Yes, we went to a Grinch trivia night, uh, some friends from college, and it was, we were so prepared because one of my favorite movies is the live action Grinch, right. and obviously I've seen the cartoon plenty of times, and there were two questions that we thought we got right that they told us were wrong, like something about what are the colors of his eyes, Yeah, and we either said yellow, I think we said yellow, yeah. and the answer was red. And we were like, oh. no, now wait, listen, now hold on. his pupils are red. We know that. Yeah. But his eyes are yellow. Like, Did you get you the don't... point? No. <laughs> but Tyler Jones, one of our friends, called over the person running it. Mind you, there are like a hundred people at this trivia night. Uh-huh. He calls the girl over and she goes, um, excuse me, Felicia, <laughs> what color would you say my eyes are? <laughs> Would you call them black because the pupil's black or would you call them blue? <laughs> and so it was, we were that ducking so under the table. Funny. We were so embarrassed because. He was trying to get you that point. He was and it didn't even work. Ah. So we're a little salty because we know the, the this Grinch and we didn't get the points. That's annoying. I'm glad to see this Grinch on there. The more Grinch almost, the better. Um, and I'm glad to have this one as the other, as one represented. It's a cute one. It's a quick, it's a snappy half hour and the message of Christmas is received. Absolutely. Coming in at number eight, we have the first, the only thing in our top 10 that we're a little salty on. It is... Brrr, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. 
Okay, let's just set the scene, okay? Yeah, let's just be really it. fair. Yes. You and I did not grow up with this movie. Neither of us did. Correct. So, I had seen it maybe once before ever in my life. And you I had, had never. never seen it. Nope. So, on the first day of COVID, maybe like second. <laughs> my we, true love gave to me. Right. We decided to watch this on Zoom to say, like, we hate this in our gut reaction, but let's not judge. Let's watch it. Let's, like, yep. really try. And we really tried. We were not in bad – well, I was dead, but we were not in, like, bad <laughs> moods. We were not, like, trying to hate this thing. I don't <laughs> understand. Like, I'm serious. We made it, like, an hour. What is – I want – this is a plea. What is it for you guys that you like about this? Slash there were so what many minutes where no one was talking. There were so many minutes where nothing was happening. Yep. What do you guys mean when you say, like, my dad is such a Clark Griswold? <laughs> or is that his <laughs> like, name? What I do think. you mean? He likes people are, Christmas. People are always like, "Oh my addicts? gosh, the Griswold!" Like we're so we're like the so Griswolds. the Griswolds. <laughs> like what? What about them? I, there was no character development and no plot. I was so confused. And like I truly, truly wanted to like it because Same. why would I? You know, I had never seen it, so it's not like Christmas Story, which I'm never gonna warm up to. I was like, "Oh great, another Christmas classic." I would right. love to laugh at this. I like Chevy Chase enough, like so. Let me laugh, and I didn't laugh at all you know who the best part was juliette lewis yeah well juliette lewis and <laughs> julia louis dreyfus oh yeah too yes the exactly they were crushing it because we just like to see them everybody else i'm just confused like i really this is a cry for help i need people to ex- example our ranking sign of the week last week kelly Domenico, kelly wayland you put this as number two Kelly and I click on all things humor all the time. And I'm questioning our friendship, my life, like truths about things. I need this explained. What do you like here? My brother Travis said he rewatched it recently and had to keep rewinding because he wanted to rewatch the first five minutes. When I I tell you guys they're driving in a car, I'm not joking. They're playing chicken with another car. And then they four people rip a pine out of the ground allegedly that's the first five minutes so i'm just confused the other main question caitlin and i had this week was what is a national lampoon i think we figured oh this is the other thing john hughes did is national lampoons because it's this it's some like comedic publication right but people are in this whole world and i'm just not in it i I just am not involved here so any education we can get would be helpful because i'm confused so that was 10 9 and 8 we do a little bit of a jump uh points wise up into our next tier i'll call it for seven six and five and so coming in at number seven something that sits with me so well after like questioning everything i know about national lampoon this is just like take me back to the basics i'm so happy we're here we've got Charlie Brown Christmas. I thought you were going to sing it for sure. Wait. Ba, 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 ba. Wait, what's the thing at the end? Christmas yeah. time. Yeah. Either of those will work. Happiness. Let's start there because the end when they're singing and they all tilt their noses up into the sky. Mm-hmm, exactly. And their mouths just come open together and close together. Uh-huh, exactly. Is iconic. That I could draw just- it. And, okay, so let's just talk iconic moments. Why don't we? So there's one. Number two, the dancing on the on the stage. Love it. My dad does an impression of it all the time. Which one is, like, your favorite? Who comes to mind right away? Um, The one. My dad is the one that's, like, back and forth. Are they all doing that? No, they're all doing something different. I love okay. the twins whose oh, heads yes, are going yes. back and forth. There's the guy that, like, looks like his shoulders I are I think that's the one like, my dad does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are just amazing they always do the part of luke the gospel of luke so heartwarming that's the part that i know the best of the bible probably (laughs) christmas but yes i love this one this is feel good through and through something so interesting about this uh this special number one it's really short i mean just like i was gonna the say Grinch again like things. a half hour right yeah as a kid it felt forever it felt like yes. a full-length film a um motion picture but the people who screened it first not like the audiences but the, the critics and stuff they didn't really like it because back then like children's program like the flintstones and things they all yeah. had canned laughter in it and charlie oh, brown has no canned laughter no. 
the jazz soundtrack of Charlie Brown, people were like, what? Like, kids don't like jazz. Oh, what are you doing? Wrong. They are and wrong. then they thought about um, the part, the gospel. They were like, there's too much Bible in here. Like, mm. there's too much of a religious message. So they didn't want it really to go on the air, but it did anyway. And then it was a huge hit. It's so good. It's only ever like I've only ever watched this on TV. I think I don't. I don't own this. Like I don't. I don't know how to it's get it. Hard to find it. <laughs> right. So you me. I think I've usually in my life just been aware of when it was going to be on and watched it because it's such a heartwarming little one. Is this really cool moment um, while Linus is doing that monologue? And I noticed this for the first time. I think like two years ago, we we're showing the clip in church. Uh-huh. Um, Linus always has his blanket famously like obviously that's his whole shtick when he says uh fear not for behold i bring you good tidings of great joy when he says fear not the blanket's on the ground he's dropped it and isn't that really cool like there's something really powerful about that small choice by charles schultz to do that like i love that and then after that line he has his blanket again he's picked it back up Look at and you. that's so purposeful Eagle because eye. someone someone hand drew that, you know. Yes. So like that's that's a purposeful thing. I so. love that. I love Absolutely Charlie Brown. I'm it. glad. I feel I feel safe again. I feel calm. I feel Phew. comforted. Phew. Coming in at number six, something that mm. was for a lot of the ranking a lot higher than this, but slowly got pushed out is brrr, "It's a Wonderful Life." What's your relationship with this movie, Kay? This is my goal for 2020. I've seen it. Once. I think my dad loves this one. Um, And so he has it on VHS. And I think I've seen it once maybe, but it's not like our every year go-to. So I haven't done it enough. So I have to, this is the one I want to make sure I watch this week. And this is the one you start with. Like if you are not someone who did those old timey black and white classics, like It's a Wonderful Life, though not a musical, is is just honestly one of the best films I've ever seen. And this isn't like nostalgia for me because I didn't grow up watching this. The first time I saw it was maybe five years ago. I wanted to take my mom out, so I took her to the old theater in our town. And I was trying to start a tradition that may have not gotten off the ground. But... <laughs> Um, we watched it and by the end of it, I was crying sitting next to my mom. My mom was not, but I was crying. Yeah. (laughs) And I just had, I had no expectation that I was going to see like a beautiful film. I thought I was just like, okay, this is a Christmas thing people do. It was outstanding. The lead is Jimmy Stewart. He had just gotten back from fighting in World War II. So think about that. Like he was an actor beforehand. He went away to war and then was an actor afterwards. This was his first role back. And there's a scene where he's like sitting at the bar and he's kind of praying to God and he has like tears in his eyes. And they, the director says like that the whole thing was real. We didn't tell him to cry. (gasps) He had never done that before in rehearsals. Like, but he had seen war and how hard that was and came back and was like, please God, like if you can move here, it was Wow, uh, I can't wait to watch that. I don't know how on earth I will find it. Maybe it's on something to stream. I think that one's actually on some streaming platforms. And you can watch it in color or in black and white. And I don't know what to recommend to you because... They're both really good. The The color didn't come till maybe the last 10 years or so, oh, 20 okay. years. Um, so the black and white is obviously the original, but the color is still good too. So I don't oh, know. It's, it's just one a, I can find. I'm going to watch it ASAP. Yeah. There is a uh, scene at the very end. If you guys don't know this movie, like basically um, an angel comes. He like is going to kill himself and give his family um, – the like money from his life insurance policy and an angel comes and kind of shows him almost Christmas Carol style, like what life would be like without him. Yeah. And it shows him his family and the town and all the reasons, all the ways that like he positively impacted his town and his family. And it's, it's just gorgeous. And I couldn't encourage you enough to go watch it. Lastly on this one, it got, Eight first place finishes, which is the second highest of any movie. Okay. In terms of first place finishes of any movie on this list. Wow. So. People love it. This is this seems wholesome. I can't wait to get into I'm it. I'm worked up. I like. I know. You're like, up. wow. Do we need to take a let's pause? Let's I feel back. like our podcast went from a pop culture to like a like a very emotional series. You're going to cry. I can't believe it. I don't know how many times I've seen it. Tonight's going to be one of them. Okay. So why don't we just do number five as well? We do have an intermission game, but let's do number five because it was just two points ahead of It's a Wonderful Life. So this is in that same tier. At number five, we've got 
Marley and Marley. A Muppet's Christmas Carol. So this is what we put on when we couldn't do National Lampoon anymore. We got halfway through that and said like, no. So we switched over to something we trusted, something safe, something warm, something inviting. Muppet Christmas Carol. And I'm so happy we did. I love Muppet Christmas. I like all Muppets movies. Not all. Not like the the newer ones. The the new, new, I don't like that. I like Muppet... Treasure Island. I love yep. Muppet Christmas Carol. That that's where I feel safe. Absolutely. And we so we were Zoom watching National yeah. Lampoons. We changed over to Muppet Christmas Carol. And about like ten minutes in, I said to Kaylin, "Like, have you noticed what our faces look like?" Because Kaylin and I weren't speaking, just grinning on Smiling. the Zoom. <laughs> that silly Gonzo. That rat. The other thing we noticed is that we are thirty years old. And we realize that we don't understand how Muppets work. Guys. And guys, you might start laughing and be like, guys. But okay, let's really think about this, okay? there We, we paused it multiple times to be like, okay, look at the scene. That's that rat yeah. just with nobody around it. Are they on strings? I, if they are, you can't see them. And well, that's like, the point. Like, but I think, like, guys, we know how puppets. I work, get. I'm not dumb. Not. Like, I know how puppets work. <laughs> but like, Kermit is Kermit a puppet on a string? It's. Uh, I have two main questions for you, Kaylin, and the listeners. Okay. How do the Muppets work? Is number yeah. one. Is two is. Why haven't I asked that question till just now? I don't know. And I it never came I, to me. Never. I, I suspended disbelief for so my much. entire life. But that's because, that, like, the Muppets are such a... It's a whole world in there. Like, we are really yeah. watching the story of A Christmas Carol. Because, aside from Michael Caine, like, there's no people around. So what I'm watching is basically like a cartoon. Like, I'm just like, oh, okay, these things are all this thing. So that's just what it is. There's not a lot of people. There's some background, but, like... Most of the scenes are done just between Muppets. Yeah. So I don't understand it. I if truly you don't know, get it. If you know the inner workings of a Muppet and you can reach out to us personally. You know how like you've always seen pictures of like it's like 40 people per Muppet? Yeah. <laughs> like on the set. What are they doing? <laughs> like, what is happening with Gonzo? And when they're flying through the air, are, shouldn't <laughs> strings be tangled? Like what is happening? <laughs> You should really notice it if you watch Muppet Christmas Carol, that little rabbit that comes to the front door. That's where you should notice it. There's nothing around him. It's walking. It's walking as if on a track. It's singing. It gets tossed. And in all of that time, I see nary a string, not a person in sight. I don't get it. This movie is genuinely good. It is the best version of the christmas carol Miss piggy is an icon guys miss piggy is laugh out loud all the time baby tiny kermit as little tiny tim i love it you love to see it and michael kane who is scrooge in this i read that he uh basically treated the entire set like there were no muppets that it was just people so when he's acting in a scene with kermit and as bob cratchit like or a literally him in a room of just muppets he was uh, like, I took it completely. We don't know what else was in there. <laughs> <laughs> he took it completely seriously, and it and shows. It shows, like he is—he is batting a thousand in this movie in terms of like real acting. I love Michael Caine more as Sandra Bullock's like makeover guru in Miss Congeniality, but this is a close second. I love what he's doing. Here comes Mr. Humbug. Here okay. comes Mr. Grinch. Uh, the. <laughs> Genuinely, too, the the songs are good. Like, they wrote an entire yeah. musical. Let's not forget that. The and Muppets so, don't mess around. They don't do something at 50%. Nope. They do not. They know what they're doing. They know what they're here for. Thank you so much for putting this at number five and yes. not at number 13, where it was. Maybe some Travis's other list, list. have it there. Ah! Yeah. I was so scared. When I heard that, that was like the first thing he announced. I said, do I have to leave this That's when you knew podcast? you were in the wrong. You weren't where you were comfortable. I know. I love you, Travis. Thank you for having me on the episode. Um, but I love the Rankensteins a little more for giving <laughs> us a list that works. Something you can work with. All right. We're about halfway through our list. So we are going to have an intermission game here. Woo. We are going to talk through in all of like the Christmas movie yep. universe. Caitlin and I both picked our top three. We're calling them our Gretchen Wieners. They're essentially like the unsung heroes, the low-key favorites, the people who 
aren't by any means the leads or the main mm-hmm. characters or even movies. like secondary <laughs> <laughs> right. but for some reason we absolutely love them yep um and that makes sense because gretchen wieners and mean girls like yeah you just love her you have you to love, love her. her and we're picturing gretchen wieners in her santa suit so it's christmas themed gretchen oh, wieners yes kaylin you knew right that i got three friends together and learned the entire Mean Girls Jingle Bell I don't know if I knew from you telling me or if it's that's just something that I've picked up that I know. Like, that's just (laughs) something that I just know of you. There is a video. It was for our work Christmas party. There's a video of me and three friends in college slapping our thighs. For the Falcon? What work? Oh, for the Falcon. (laughs) It was at a Falcon dining hall dining thing Christmas party. Is Colin one of them? (laughs) No. But the reason that came about was because I would be back in the kitchen and somebody would be like out on the line looking and I would just slap my thighs the way oh they do. Oh my in god. Because like the the patrons of the Falcon couldn't see me but the people uh-huh. on the line could. So I was trying to make them laugh. And then we're like, let's just do the whole dance. Anyway. I guess you got your way. Yeah, that's something I just should know of you. Yeah. So our Gretchen Wieners, I'll give you my three and then you give me... I'll give okay. you my third place, and yeah, then you yeah. give me your yeah, third yeah. place. So for me in third place is, you already mentioned it, but Miss Piggy and okay. the twins in The Muppet Christmas Carol. She Love has t- two daughters named Bettina and... Something oh, else with a B. Oh my gosh, I just had it. Bethilda? Something Wait, like that. Bethilda? Is that a I name? I don't think it's Bethilda Bagshot, but I do think it's <laughs> Patina and something else. Yeah. Um, and I love when they get introduced into the Muppets Christmas Carol. Miss Piggy is a diva. She's a star, a queen. And so anytime she's in any of the Muppets Belinda. Movies, Bettina Belinda. and Belinda. There we go. Belinda Carlisle. Belinda. You love um, Miss Piggy. Tina. Right. Oh. And when we get three Miss Piggies, that's better the best what's your number three my number three is from the movie four christmases and it's katie mixon who is that american housewife lady that you just like love even though like i love her i love her she's like an unspoken when i see her show up in something i'm happy i don't really like any of the things that she is in (laughs) but i trust her she plays um I think it's either Tim McGraw or John Favreau's husband in the scene where Vince Vaughn like goes to his dad's house I've never um, seen this movie, so I'm this is a tone classic. Four Christmases, Vince Vaughn, Reese Witherspoon, and this is always our Christmas Eve movie that we watch when my grandparents aren't over because it's not suitable for grandparents. <laughs> but we do watch it. Um, we've done this for like the past five years because my mom's usually at work at church and she doesn't like this movie, and my dad loves it. So my dad, siblings, Brian, and me always do Four Christmases. And Katie Mixon, you love to see her show up. So she's my number three. I love her. I love her. She's so funny. <laughs> All right. Coming in at number two, uh, this is from the live action Grinch. I almost didn't pick any because like... Oh, I didn't. Nobody compares to the main character. No. But um, I really love the old guy that says, this is not fudge. And like sticks... <laughs> or no, pudding. I can't believe I just said, oh my gosh. You're not I a fan. Should- I should go back and delete that, but I'm, I'm yeah. going to be honest with my listeners and say I misquoted the Grinch. I'm really upset. And if people want to stop listening now, like, I understand it. And I'm so this sorry that you did this hurts. to us. It hurts. But he says, this is not pudding. And he, like, sticks it Jim in his Carrey's mouth. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I laugh at that part every time. And he, like, shows up. That old guy shows up just in random places. And I think it's so funny. Love that. My number two is Sinbad in Jingle All the Way. Oh, so my gosh. So Sinbad is... He is kind of like a secondary. He's not in too, too much of the movie, but he shows up and is so funny. Again, this is a tone classic to quote, but when he's pretending that he has a bomb as the package and then it really is a bomb, like he throws it and it really is. And he goes like, (laughs) this is a sick world we're living in. This is a sick world. And he flips out. Sinbad is crushing. Sinbad was so like popular. Like that was like in peak of his powers too. Don't know where he went, but he does a really, he's very funny. He's the comedic relief for sure for Jingle All the Way. My number one is from Charlie Brown Christmas. Do you know who it might be? What character I relate Mm -mm. to the most? Snoopy. Pigpen. (laughs) (laughs) 
I relate, like, since I was young. That's a good point. I have related so hard to Pigpen. He doesn't do much. He doesn't have much character, like, development, minus the fact that he's just consistently dirty. Dirty. And the best part of it is he doesn't give a beep. He just doesn't doesn't care. That's just who he is. He said, yeah, I'm dirty. dirty. I'm smelly. And you're either going to like me or you're not. And I love Pigpen, especially in the Christmas one, because, like, when he's on snow, it's just, like, the juxtaposition of, like, white, clean snow. And then all the lines they always draw for him to make him look so smelly. That's a great one. I just love him. He's my main Gretchen Wieners in the Christmas season. My number one, she does not do anything special in this movie at all, but it's because I love her so much. Katherine Hahn has a tiny little part in the holiday, and I absolutely adore when Katherine Hahn shows up in anything. I'm so yep. thrilled. So she gets my number one. I don't know her name. She's working in an office with John Krasinski, I believe, for Cameron Diaz. And that's all she does, really. She talks to Cameron Diaz for like five minutes, but I'm just so happy to see her. She gets my number one, Gretchen What's Wieners. your favorite Katherine Hahn role? Um, Parks and Rec, I think. Yes, yes. I love her so much in Parks and Rec. She makes me laugh very, very, very hard in that. That's my favorite season of Parks and Rec because of her. I love her in it. She's hilarious. Yep. So good. All right, we are going to get back into our top 10. We still have four through one to count down. Four through two are kind of in a category themselves. And then number one really ran away with it this year. Yeah. Um, and spoiler alert. I'm not going to like spoil it, but it was also number one on Travis's list. So Ooh, both our Maybe it's just the fans, number one. I guess. And Travis's fans both put this at number one. So coming in at number four, we've got Home Alone. The normal one. <laughs> right. We already talked about this one. We talked about the Home Alone world. We don't have to, like, go into it so much more. This was the original. Again, he didn't make that much money for it, apparently, according to, or, like, compared to everything else. I do laugh out loud watching this movie. Catherine O'Hara, love. Some people have just come into loving Catherine O'Hara because of Schitt's Creek. Some people are just now realizing that Catherine that O'Hara, it's her? like, that it's her. I'm seeing that go around the internet all over the place that, like, did that you they know? Didn't know? Yeah, from Moira from Schitt's Creek was in Home Alone. Moira. We're like, obviously. Um, Moira. I'm sorry. I- <laughs> Mo- I'm okay, so, having trouble with my you, lips. Gosh. Guys, um, I got Thai food and it was really spicy tonight. My lips are having trouble. <laughs> I like Home Alone, but yes, the Catherine O'Hara thing is a good, that's a good nod. I'm glad to see her every time she shows up. And Macaulay crushes it in this one. If you think about this movie, 85% of this movie is him. It's just him. And he's like six or something when he's in this movie. I don't know how old he is. Eight, maybe. He is killing it. There are other big name people in this, but he is the main focus and he carries it 100%. And we've talked about these like young actors or actresses that are just too good for their time. Dakota we talk Fanning. about this a lot. No, like um, like ones we like. <laughs> oh. So like um, even Stevens, yeah, right, Shia LaBeouf and even yep. Stevens. Um, we talked about who else? That was oh Corey Matthews in Boy Meets Ooh, World. Uh huh. Yes. Okay. And then we're talking here about Macaulay Culkin, who is also just like too good for his age. And even the people Way on too set. Good. The other actors said the same thing, that he was like a grown man, essentially, in a child's body. Because he's so funny. He's so funny. There's all sorts of, like, really interesting facts about this movie, right? Like, they couldn't film, like, with child labor laws, like, they could only get so much time with him. A lot, you can't film after, there was something about, like, they had to make it look dark in the house. Because something about, like, you couldn't film with him after dark, or how many hours after dark, or something happened with that. Um, the real house just sold for like a ton of money, which makes sense because that's a beautiful home. Gorgeous. But it really is his movie. And that's like what catapulted him, obviously. With those other ones, Uncle Buck is so funny also. I love <laughs> Uncle Buck. This kid was just crushing it. My girl, I mean, he scarred us forever. We talked about that on a Patreon <laughs> episode. He ruined us. And then the guy, he never had to work again. So he didn't. He just went insane and turned into a gremlin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the time, this movie was the third highest grossing film worldwide. Because it couldn't have cost more than, like, it could not have cost anything to make except to right. pay, like, Joe Pesci because he was famous. But, like, anything else, it's like they're filming a, a baby in a house all the time. <laughs> <laughs> they had to probably pay the people who own the house, like, somebody to relocate, pay Joe and Pesci. Travis, Travis told us that they lived upstairs. Oh, yeah. They, that's they true. They lived upstairs with a hot pot because they didn't want to, they, like, moved out for a 
uh, like a week or two and they were yeah. like no we'd rather just live upstairs that's so- insane <laughs> although they were probably only shooting for like a couple hours a day because of this kid so what yeah. a feat they did it we have to mention Laura Anthony here because her favorite moment of this movie is also my favorite moment. She caused me to appreciate it is when Macaulay's looking through his brother Buzz's stuff. Buzz, right? Yeah. That's his name. Yeah. And he sees the picture of his girlfriend. He's like, Buzz, your girlfriend. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> that part is so funny. And I just learned that that's the picture is really a boy dressed as a girl. Oh, I did not know that. They thought it was too mean to like actually have Make a picture a of a girl. <laughs> and so it was like one of the, not the director, but like the screenwriter or someone's son That's dressed really up funny. as a girl. I did not know that. I absolutely love that part. There's so many gems in this movie. And it's so funny. And if you haven't for some reason seen it, like if you're a younger person and maybe, you know, you didn't, get it when we got right. it when we were kids like definitely give home alone a watch absolutely coming in at number three Ooh. this is just barely number three was jockeying for number two for a long time and you would say we, it's a huge upset between three and two it is a huge upset for, you, but, for sure but it's okay we yeah. need to um make sure we don't talk about it for 12 hours it is brrr, the 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 Grinch. Okay, so that we don't talk about it forever, let's just both say it's our number ones. It's both of our number ones. Woo! Jerry duty, Jerry duty, Jerry <laughs> duty, black say, mail, pink slip. I'm going to have to keep duty. you on a leash, but what is your all-time, if you had to pick, 100%, no questions asked, funniest quote of the movie? It's the whole section where she comes into his lair uh-huh. and... And she's, like, inviting him to come down. And he's, like, gaze into the face of pure evil. He's, like, get get away before I kill again. And he's, like, ripping his shirt. He's, like, I'm a psycho. <laughs> Danger. Danger. Oh, that my gosh. whole section. Okay. I am on the floor. So this is one that I watch every year, sometimes twice a year. Yep. And I, I'm always scared. That I will not find it as funny as the last time. And each time. Every time. I it's, find it funnier. It's than the last. funnier. My favorite part is when he's trying all of the clothes and he's doing like the fashion show about why he can't go down there or whatever. Ooh, right. That's it, I'm not going. A close second. I just love when he does slunk. That's my second <laughs> that's, favorite thing. Slunk. That's also Christy Miller's favorite. Too. Oh, I love that part. This one is so good. We've been talking about it a lot this week. It is polarizing. Some people really don't like this one. Some people really do. Reasons I understand if you don't like it. Taylor Momsen as Cindy Lou Who. I agree <laughs> yeah. with you. I don't like yeah. that either. Um her singing Where Are You Christmas. I don't like that either. You're right. <laughs> For every other reason, though, this one is so good. Jim Carrey, I started a rumor that is true that Jim Carrey, like, said that this was... Now, okay, you fixed no, me on it because I said he I went will. insane. But he didn't go insane, but he could have gone insane. They brought in, like, torture experts for when he had to get his makeup put on. Right. right? So the first time he ever had to put the makeup on, it took eight and a half hours. And he said it felt like it was being he was being buried alive like because he Ugh. couldn't move or do anything. And so he went to the director, Ron Howard, and said, I can't do this. I'm out. Yeah. But Dr. Seuss's wife only gave the rights to... If he was the main person, if Jim really? Carrey was the main, yes. So if they lost Jim Carrey, then they lost the movie. <gasps> and so Ron Howard then brought in a guy who trained CIA agents yes. on how to endure torture. And that helped him get through the process. But he still said for like the 90 to 100 days of filming that they had, that it was horrible. I mean, I can imagine. It, it is cra- It is insane because it looks almost like computer animation because of how, how much stuff right. is on top of him. Like he has fake, t- he has fake everything on him. Also, this is another one where like if you think about the majority of the days that he was filming he was probably by himself if not just with taylor momsen like most of this is or a dog right but uh, in terms of other people that's what i meant by himself (laughs) like i mean literally it's just him or a dog (laughs) i'm just saying that wouldn't be easy either acting alongside a dog (laughs) well you know max one man's toxic sludge and another man's potpourri i don't know some kind of soup (laughs) It's so good. Guys, Cody is overperforming because of the pudding thing. Like, we know that he wants you to know I am, that he's a fan. I'm not overperforming. <laughs> I have these all rattling around at all times from November to January. You've already watched it once this season, right? Twice. Twice this season already? Yes. 
Okay, I usually save it. This is my Christmas Day one. This is the one the Lobber family all watches. As soon as presents are done, this is the immediate one that we put in. Sure, I'll do Christmas Day too. That's great. Yeah, three times. <laughs> I did say I would watch it with my family because they didn't all love it. And I was like, okay, well, okay. I'll help you. Here's here's my case, my true case, because I get if you don't like this, it is really abrasive. Visually, it is all some over Some people the place. just don't like him. Like some people don't like Jim Carrey. And if you don't like Jim Carrey, this is Jim Carrey, like on display. I don't understand how that's possible. To me, that's basically the same as saying I don't like Robin Williams. Like, they were the two comedic actors hitting it out of the park. So, if you don't like him, I guess I can't sway you. But if you just don't like the movie, I just want to say... Jim Carrey is giving the performance of a lifetime. For and I sure. know so much of that, that what he did was improvised. Yep. His physical humor is out of this world. Like nobody could have done that performance. So it's not nope. just like, haha, I think the movie's funny. I am genuinely blown away by what he's doing. And this is another one for me that's not nostalgia because I didn't watch it till I was like 18. Right, which is so strange. It came out in 2000. I've been watching it since then. Like, my dad, this is right up his alley again, too. So he got this one for us from the beginning. But, yes, it's true. This is his thing. This is, I mean, he is, I think he's funny all the time. But, like, The Grinch is his iconic thing to me. I love this version of The Grinch. Dinner with me. I can't cancel (laughs) that again. Guys, little, little tidbit. Don't Um, you have that that hanging That has been on my (laughs) felt board in my kitchen since the pandemic started because yep. <laughs> I always do a Grinch themed like thing depending on what's going on in the world and since all we do is eat dinner alone in our houses <laughs> I figured that was the right quote to That's have. That's perfect. Yep. So coming in at number two just barely beat it out mm-hmm. and it's okay this is a good movie we've got The Santa Claus with an E. Yes starring Tim Allen um, there's a couple of these. So some people had Santa Claus 2 on their list as well. I think there's even like a third. There is a third, but it's with scary, scary Martin Short with like yes. icicles all over. Yes, yes. Okay. So Brie Flock, who is a Rankenstein, she calls herself a true blue Rankenstein. She put like all the Santa Claus, Santa Claus, all of them on her list and said, big Tim Allen fan <laughs> over here and I said could you could I get a quote from you on how that is like I've never heard someone say the sentence big Tim Allen fan yeah, and never. she said I think I love him because <laughs> he is Santa like when I think of Santa <laughs> I literally think of Tim Allen <laughs> so I love that I love this movie also this was a big one for us growing up my brother when he was little looked exactly like Charlie with the little bowl cut yep. so that was like yep. a Labra classic as well this was in the peak of Tim Allen's power so this came out in 94 Tim, uh, Home Improvement was from 91 to 99 so literally this is like he was crushing did the Sherry family watch a lot of Home Improvement? Of course. Of course. So I could I have told you that without knowing. Of course I'm, you did. Yeah. I'm, but in Home Improvement, he takes a backseat to JTT, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. 100%. <laughs> so yes, love Tim Allen, uh, but I wouldn't, yeah, have thought I was a huge fan. He was so famous, though. So for this one to be a big hit, that doesn't surprise me at all. This one is like the basic story of like Santa dies on his roof or whatever, yeah. and he picks up his business card. And so his name's Scott Calvin, and he becomes the new Santa with Charlie. It's actually a terrifyingly sad story about, like, a custody battle between two divorced parents and the son in the middle of it and, like, the police and a restraining order. Like, a lot of, like, not fun stuff happens in this one. He essentially kidnaps the boy. (laughs) Right. But you're like, oh, there's a little elf, and she makes really good hot chocolate, and he got a dog out of that bag. So it seems like it all kind of gets smoothed over in the end. There's a scene in the Santa Claus that... I really love and really hate at the same time. And you're laughing because maybe you already know. But you know, like when he gains all this unexpected weight, he gains all this unexpected weight. Hair is just forming everywhere. And he's like, where, why do I look like this? That has been my stomach. That's like what I think of immediately. That has been my pandemic experience. So it is one of the most iconic parts of the movies. But I'm also now that I've lived through it. You have um, sensitivity towards it. I'm a little upset, yeah. (laughs) And maybe, guys, if it's that I'm turning into Santa Claus, okay, I'll go with it. But if it's just that I've gained 30 pounds for no reason. (laughs) Wow, maybe someone, listen up on your roof whenever on Christmas Eve. I'm interested. Maybe that is your next calling. Someone in my neighborhood killed Santa Claus and didn't tell me, and now I'm the one suffering the consequences. You're going to find him outside. The Santa Claus, I'm okay with it being where it is. I wish Grinch was two and Santa Claus was three. True. I really didn't expect this, but this kind of shows 
who our clientele is, right? Like we have a lot of millennials who this came out right when we were kids and like yeah. getting into stuff and Tim Allen, like being in Toy Story and all this stuff. Like, yeah. I think the Santa Claus is very much a movie for our generation because True. it was at, I think, number 12 on Travis's. So that's, that's very high on our list. Good to see it here. Coming in at number one, it beat everything by over 100 points, just totally was in the Might first place. Might have guessed it. You've probably guessed it at this point. It is... Falsetto. Oh, that's very nice. Jingle Jangle. No. <laughs> Bad Santa. <laughs> okay. It's obviously Elf featuring Will Ferrell. Featuring starring... <laughs> He has a small part. <laughs> oh, man. I really like Elf. I Bye, really do. buddy. Hope you find your dad. Once again, I guess my dad really likes Christmas movies. No, my dad really likes Will Ferrell. I've exactly. mentioned him a lot. But my dad, is, my dad would watch Will Ferrell read the telephone book. And so we have done Elf since it came out as well. Let's just fire real quick some shots or scenes or things that you love about Elf. I'll go first. Okay. When the mom at the end tries to sing the song in the park and she's like, he knows. I love when it. Because I love her. I love her. When she shows up, what's her name? Mary Sternberger or whatever her name is. Yeah. Ted Danson's wife in real life. I love this woman. So yeah, I love that part too. Um, this is what like made us all take note of Zoe Deschanel, I think. True. She was in like Failure to Launch maybe before this or something else, but this was like her thing. And then we didn't know we knew her because she had a blonde bob in this. (laughs) We've never seen that from her again. I love the scene where he makes the store all look like Christmas and then freaks out. Like that is the best one, right? Like that, I love that part. I love the snowball fight scene where he just goes insane on all of the people that were like beaten up on his brother. Oh, love it. This one's really good. This is a Will Ferrell. This is kind of similar. Like it could be divisive, I guess, if you don't like him. But it went the other way as the Jim Carrey one for some reason, because a lot of people don't love everything Will Ferrell does. And this is quintessential Will Ferrell. Like you can tell they just said like, here, do your thing with it. And it's again, mostly him. But it's it's Will Ferrell with no crass and no. um, I don't want to say over the top because obviously he's being over the top. top. But he's being over the top with such a likable positive character right. that it's hard to be like oh i hate what that person's doing you yeah. know it's so like so you watch funny. it and you feel good and honestly elf is just it, it is a quintessential christmas mo- movie because it's all about christmas obviously yeah it's so much positivity christmas spirit like when it rains i pass shooby dooby like he's Love going it. around new york city doing all the things and yes. so I think it is really is a feel-good movie for the whole family. It is. I'm happy it's at number one. I was honestly, if you would have, before we started like doing any polls, I wouldn't have guessed, I don't think, that this would have been number one on both of those lists. I don't know what I would have guessed would be, but I think this one like kind of spans across a lot of generations, honestly, because it's like young people really like it. Little kids can laugh at it. Older people can laugh with him. Like I think that it does a good job as an all-encompassing Christmas tale. And one thing that I notice is that, like, whatever thing on our list gets the most mentions is usually number yeah. one. Not always. Um, this also had the most number one ranking. So it's, like, it definitively won. But I think Elf is for everybody. Whereas, like, The Grinch polarizing, yeah. like, Santa Claus, maybe you saw it, maybe you didn't. It's a Wonderful Life, same thing. Right, and right, right. so it's, right. like, pretty much everyone has seen Elf and most people like it, minus Travis. He said he hated it. He said he felt the way I feel about National Lampoon. Which just doesn't. <laughs> Makes sense. No. It's also on our list, like the only one that's post 2000, right? Yeah, I think so. And that's another thing. There haven't been like very many newer Christmas movies that have stuck as much as this one. Like you have some yep. other new ones, but they came in with this one. This is one of the ones like now Netflix has that holiday movies that made us like special out. And it's about this one and Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, and I, I like would be, Nightmare Before I'm, I'm Christmas. No surprise there. And I think that... I'd be interested to read about or to watch about this one because they did make this one like in a time where this kind of Christmas movie really wasn't being made. Yeah, I think it has its rightful place on top. It is clearly the favorite holiday movie, but really all of these in our top 10 for the most part are amazing movies. Thank you guys for voting and for for putting in movies that we love. (laughs) I don't know how that works out for us every time. Like, I think one day we're just going to get a top 10 of things we just hate and we'll just roast. But this totally didn't 
have to be that. Please so, tell us why letting... you like Lampoon. That's what we really need you guys to comment about that. Yeah. So let's real quick before we end do our robbed goddesses and you can't sit with us. What is your robbed goddess? You guessed correctly. My robbed goddess is The Family Stone. This is my favorite Christmas movie starring SJP, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Dermot Mulroney, Donovan, whatever, whichever one of those guys it is. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Claire Danes is in this one. Rachel McAdams is in this one. Luke Wilson is in this one. I love The Family Stone. I cry every time I watch it. Um, But it is the one of that genre of like the real movie thing that I like the most. This is my go-to. I've watched it since high school. Love it. What about you? I watched it for the first time last year and it made my list. It was number eight on my list. very, very good. I think it is the best one with like real actors portraying a real story at Christmas time. I think it's the best one there. What's your robbed goddess? My robbed goddess is not going to be Nightmare Before Christmas because I think it's more of a Halloween movie. Yeah, I've never seen it once in my whole life. Isn't that weird? Oh, it's creepy weepy, but it's really good. Um, (laughs) My robbed goddess, I think, is going to be White Christmas because when I was um, totaling up the points, it was in the top 10 for so long. And I was kind of surprised. I was like, yes, an old timey musical, traditional, good movie. And then at the last minute, it just got bumped out when I like inputted all the things. So I was sad to see White Christmas go, but at least it hung on at number 13. Yeah, I love I wish I lived in that decade, you know, or like not decade that time where it was just like. Entertainment was just so pure. Yeah, yes. I wish I was in. I wish I was <laughs> not in <white>. Technicolor. <laughs> um, okay, what is your "You Can't Sit with Us"? Okay, my "You Can't Sit with Us" are t- it's two things, two versions of something. It's the Benedict Cumberbatch and Matthew Morrison versions of The Grinch. <laughs> Those two. There's four that I think of. It's old timey. It's Jim Carrey. It's Benedict, and then it's Matthew Morrison. Matthew Morrison, most of all, cannot sit with us. I don't. If you guys are not sure what we're talking about. I double dog dare you to look up (laughs) Matthew Morrison as the Grinch and see if you sleep ever again. I never watched the Benedict Cumberbatch one, but like, I don't, here's what I don't need. Another cartoon version of the Grinch. Like, I'm all set. I'm good. That's what I'm saying too. On the original. My whole family loves it because Wit, my nephew, loves it. If you have babies, yeah, I guess that's the one that like struck with them. But like, no, no, that's not for me. I will stick with Jim Carrey or the half hour special, please. Exactly. My You Can't Sit With Us is going to be Bad Santa, which you mentioned. <gasps> Bad, Bad Santa um, stars Billy Bob Thornton, Ew, who, if you don't remember, vial. wore a vial of blood of Angelina Jolie's blood around his neck to a red carpet event. That is horrific. More places than just that. I think they did that pretty much all the <laughs> Get time. Get them both away from my Christmas Please. season. They have no place there. I don't even want... Yeah, I get it. You're calling it Bad Santa because he is gross and like that. Why would you do that to Christmas? Is Zach Efron in Bad Santa? I don't think so. He's in Neighbors, which oh, is I know essentially, he's neighbors. essentially, I think, Bad Santa. I know um, he's in Neighbors. Yeah, I don't Ugh. think he would be so young if he was in Bad Santa. He yeah, was young when right. that came out. You're right. He's He was pure back then. Then when he got yeah, biceps. Yeah, he was in High School Musical. He's in something that I don't like. Maybe it is just Neighbors. Anyways, Bad neighbors Santa. Neighbors and Baywatch. I just looked up the, uh, <laughs> I just looked up the cast. Lauren Graham, what was she doing in Bad Santa? Lorelai, get out of there. She does that too. She's, a, as a real person, I think is a freak. So you're you're a freak. <laughs> okay, Thank bad you. Santa. It's your you can't sit with us. It's the That's worst. a good one. That's a really good one. But you know, we're not gonna end on a negative note. We're gonna end no. on a positive note because it's Christmas time. So Kaylin, real quick, what's your favorite type of Christmas cookie? When you bite into it, you're just like, yay. Oh, for sure. The Reese's cup in the peanut butter thing. That mm. that kind of blossom. I like that. Or the Hershey Kiss one. Those two are you know the same thing, but I like those for sure what about you i know iced sugar (laughs) rude everybody send him iced sugar cookies mine's the peanut butter butterscotch rice krispies that my grandma used to make that now my mom makes that now i make they are delicious and they take five minutes to make so not really a cookie but um okay but we put it on a christmas plate so it's just like not a christmas cookie but (laughs) it's okay you could have just like skipped this and said what your favorite treat was but whatever <clears throat> Sorry, guys. Tried to end on a positive note for you. But, you know, Kaylin has COVID, so some things change when you have COVID. All right. We absolutely love you guys. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. Bye.